Stay tuned for the Terry Soul Show, Soltissimo, on Salem's original radio station, 104.3 and 1220 AM, KSLM. Well, good morning, and welcome to the Terry Soul Show on Salem's original radio station. We are KSLM AM and FM. I am your host, and I'm so glad that you joined us this morning. Today's show is being brought to you by the Lule Group, Lule's Car Connection, Don Lule Homes, and Teresa Lule State Farm Insurance. Today's special guest is a buddy of mine that's been in here a few times, Kirk uh, Carlton. And how you doing, bud? Charlton? Uh, what did I Jerry? say, Carlton? You said if you go to Kirch on Sunday, you can call me Carlton, but uh, it's, it's Charlton. 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 Yeah. yeah. You, well, gotta... you need to change your name. <laughs> <laughs> how you doing? Good, good. I'm great, and thank you for having me here today. Get a little bit closer to your microphone there. That way everyone can hear you. Yes, sir. First of all, I want to thank you. You brought in a, a, uh, a drawing that you made of me the last time. I'm an artist, uh, yeah. And this is this is incredible. You did this uh, by hand, obviously. Yeah. And it's, it's a picture of me sitting here behind the air studio, and uh, we're having a little chat, you and I are. Yeah, it's a car- caricature. Caricature, Mr. Dr- Charlton. Dr- <laughs> it's a caricature. Caricature. You don't know. Um, of you, and it uh, took me two months to do. No, it didn't take me that long. But uh, uh, but it, it's it's a, just a quick uh, uh it's sketch awesome. of you. It's awesome. And I think it's great. It's going uh, up in my great. office. It's going up in my office. Is it? As soon as we're in. That's right. It's going mm-hmm. up in my office. Now, it's welcome special. back. It's, it's been a while since we chatted. I think it's been, uh, gosh, probably almost a year, hasn't it? Yeah. About yeah. there. About All there. Right. Let's, um, if you don't mind, let's let's recap uh, who you are and uh, what you're all about. And then we're going to talk about some stuff you've got coming up because you've got a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. All fortunately. Right. Fortunately. And I, I'm, I'm grateful. Uh, yeah. I'm Kirk. Charlton? Charlton, not Charlton. Carlton. Ch- Charlton. Unless you, unless it let's, was. Let's go to church. Yeah, right. Okay. Or unless you call it Kirch, right? Kirch. Right. Get Did the, you, do you ever get called Kurt with a I, T instead of a K? I've, yes, all the time. C-U-R-T. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, you just get used to it and you just say, going, yeah, that's yeah, me. Yeah. Say, but you never get called Carlton. It's Charlton. I've been called Carlton uh, many times, actually. And you, you so know you're my, not. You know what my real last name is? not Saul. It's Saul. Well, that's there's a lot of there's a lot of syllables there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, for our viewers that uh, are not familiar with Kirk, um, and I hope you don't mind me going into your past a little bit, but you uh, you Go spent some time incarcerated. Mm-hmm. Um, about how many years total? A little over twenty years. Yes, uh, twenty plus years. Okay. Yeah, and you were incarcerated in California as well as in Oregon. California, Oregon, New York. And that's it. Yep. Okay. Uh, how how long were you in New York? Uh, I was there. For, I was in Denimore for about twenty seven months. Okay. Um, first time in, and they released me to go to the military. Back then, they could. Uh, oh, really? That could be an option. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not done today by right. any means. Yeah. And and where were you in California? I was in USP Atwater. Uh, which is uh, Northern California, Merced area. Okay. Yeah, I, I always like to say when I say Atwater, don't go there. Um, That's a rough it's, prison, uh, isn't it? It is, it is, yeah. yeah. How long were you there? I was there for uh, nearly 60 months, so almost five years. And then, uh, you know, they, they trickle you down to a, a, a less security uh, place and that's when I went to Sheridan here in Oregon. Okay, and that's in the feds. But when you when you were in Atwater, when you first got in, did you know going into Atwater that it was not a nice prison? Yes, yes. I, okay. Uh, did that 
scare the hell out of you? Uh, yeah. I, you know, anybody that tells you that they do not uh, get a little intimidated and scared uh, going anywhere, really, because it's a new new place, uh, and it depends on how, where you're going to fit in, how you're going to fit in, et cetera. Um, yeah, it was scary. Uh, when I drove up there, I'll, I'll never forget, uh, you know, this, this, this prison sits out in the middle of the desert pretty much, and you could see the towers from kind of flat land there. Uh, you could see the, the uh, towers around the institution from pretty far away, you know, and it had this kind of an ominous feeling, I guess. But, so it gives uh, you time to think as they're driving up to it of where you're going. You know, I got to tell you, uh, the the thing about uh, going to Atwater was uh, when we when we walked down the hallway, when we got in there, we're all chained up and stuff. And But I saw all these buckets outside of this one door, and it was – I found out later that it was the captain's office, right, the main security guy. Okay. And you could smell alcohol. Alcohol. I mean, you could smell wine. You know, uh, um, and all these buckets were 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 buckets of wine that uh, that were confiscated out of guys' cells. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. So uh, you know, the you know, you had that coming in, and then of course you found out later on that uh, there was a lot of wine on the yard, and uh, so. Uh, but uh, Interesting. yeah, yeah. So when you when you go into into prison, Kirk, when you you, you get there your first day there, do they kind of like say, okay, this is this is how it's going to be here. This is what we do here. Do you how do you how do you learn the rules? Uh, do you learn from another inmate? I mean, how how do you know what you can and can't do? Right. Well, fortunately, uh, or I guess I could look at it that way. Fortunately, I'd been incarcerated before. I okay. mean, uh, doing time in New York's no joke, too, you know. Uh, and then I, I was in the state system in Oregon prior to that. But, uh, you know, so I had some, you know, some, I, I knew how it was going to be as far as uh, reintroducing uh, myself to to the yard, you know, to the fellows or to the guys in the unit. Um, I, you know, you run with a certain car when you're incarcerated, meaning, uh, if you're a, you know, a click, a click, right. A group. Right. So, um, and I'm, I'm half Hawaiian and I love Hawaii and, and, uh, so I'm always with the Islanders and I'm not, uh, you know, I'm older. I've done time before. So I, I got moved up the ladder, so to speak. And, and eventually, uh, you know, was able to do what I wanted to do as opposed to what other people wanted me to do. Do you, so. do you have to. Do you have to prove yourself to anybody? I mean, or do, obviously they must know who you are when you're coming in. But does anybody like you know? You know what, Kirk? You're not that tough of a guy. Yeah, you hope you don't run into that. Uh, you know. Did you run into that? Uh, probably a couple times. Yeah. Uh, actually, at Atwater, I I did for a minute, but uh, for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm a big guy. I mean, I'm not. You know. Right, uh, super tough guy or anything, but uh, um, yeah, and you know, I gotta, I gotta say that that to me, doing time really ninety percent of it is just uh, fake. To be honest with you, you're, you're explain, pro- explain that to me. Yeah, and so if you have, uh, if you're going to meet a group of guys, uh, you want to come across as somebody that uh, is not going to take any crap from anybody. You could hold you know? your own. 
Right. I can hold my own. Um, it, it helps to have some history of, uh, you know, fighting, going to the hole, um, that sort of thing. Uh, you know, I'm not encouraging that or anything, but uh, um, so, uh, but, but you really kind of fake it to make it right. sort of thing, you right. know. I mean, just in conversations with people, um, I, I realized later that once I left that conversation, you know, I was just... Uh, that wasn't me, you know. I was I, w- I would cuss all the time, you know, and kind of talk like this a little bit. You might even <laughs> say I don't know, but uh, um, so there's a lot of that uh, going on. If you know somebody that's from uh, your hometown or somewhere near where you grew up, you you're automatically drawn to this person, and um, and so you have to. You, you realize that, that this guy could be an ally, right? So right, right. you make, you know, you do whatever you can to be friends with this individual, even though you might not even particularly Care like the guy, guy right, right. right? Yeah, so um, so that kind of thing. So I really think, and, and guys might say different, but it's a bunch of uh, me pretending to be— A uh, bunch of actors, a bunch of actors. They'd be yeah. great actors. Yeah. Uh, I want to I wanna get into what you're, you, what you're doing now here, but I just have one more question, and I swear we'll get into that. Um, what is your typical day in prison? What, do you, what, do you, what time do you get up? What do you, what do you do all day? Do you sit in a cell all day long? Do you read? Do you, what, what is it you do? Uh, what prison? Uh, this at- la- last one. last one you were in. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, the last one I was in was at EOCI uh, in Eastern Oregon. But Sheridan, for instance— uh, I am Sheridan's the, a federal prison, right? It's a federal prison. Okay. okay. And then uh, EOC has a state, OSP is a state. But, okay. But I uh, am an art, I'm an artist. Right. And so I'm, wherever I went to, whatever institution I went to, uh, I was the art guy. I mean, I, I can have confidence in saying that. I taught art, I did all the murals on the walls, that sort of thing. Uh-huh. And, uh, and so, um, your question was... Uh, what did you do all day? Yeah. So this last time, you know, I made this transformation. I used to be, I really didn't like Kirk. I was a knucklehead. So th- this last time I was in this this area of, of change. And so my daily routine uh, was, I was probably as busy as anybody in there um, because I was teaching art classes. So I would get up, typical day, get up at, go to chow. Uh, and chows at the same time every morning, you know. It's Which just, is what time? What time do you have to get out? Uh, let's see. They rack the doors at, uh, I don't know, I want to say 6.30, maybe. Okay. maybe well, even. So it's an early morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I, what I would do is I would go out to the day room. I have a table out there that's mine, and I would put my stuff out there, go to chow, come back, draw or, you know, uh, study before work. And then my job was to do art, right? I'm doing murals and teaching art. Um, so uh, I would go to work, and then you go to lunch at the same time every day. Um, and then I try to get a workout in. I'm glad I worked out when I was inside because I don't work out now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I say I do, but yeah. I don't want to. But uh, was the food good? Uh, so now, why are you looking at me like that? You're giving me this strange look. Is is the on the holidays they were really good, <laughs> but uh, I think they 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 have to give you a, a certain amount of nutrition, vitamins, and that in every sure. meal they cover that well. I think 
Um, and they have veggie trays as an option. So, uh, but my mom was Hawaiian, and you know I'm used yeah. to a, yeah. a better tasting food. Can but you go, can you go back for seconds? No. Really? I mean, there's been times where they said, "Hey, you know, guys, want to make another run through or something?" But uh, yeah, seconds would be you talking somebody out of their cake or something. Got it. Yeah. All right. Um, you got out. And we were talking a little bit off the air here. You, you got out, and when you got out this last time, the door shuts behind you. What went through your mind? we got about two minutes left here. What yeah, um, you, you know, it just a lot of things. They're wonderful things. As I was— uh, Were you was, scared? Yeah, you know, you, you think that a guy gets out, and he's so happy and enjoy and, and wonderful things, and, and there is a lot of that. You're reconnecting with family and seeing friends. But there's this 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 concern with uh, your restitution. There's concern with your PO. Who? What kind of PO am I going to get? There's concern with making a living and getting a job. There's a concern with running into victims. Let's say, for example, um, or that that you uh, hurt or, or whatever. So there's a lot of things like that that go on. Um, Did that ever happen? Did you ever run into anybody that you you hurt before you went in? No. No, it didn't. Um, if you did, how would you react to it? If, if, if I'm one of your victims, how would you look at me face-to-face? I, face? I would immediately apologize for what I did and let them know that it's at, at some point, not right away, but let them know that, hey, that's something I did, but it's not who I am. I didn't come nice. out of the, the womb as a evil malefactor that's not going to amount to anything. And right. if I can pay back in any way, shape, or form, I'd love to do it. So, nice. I mean that. We um, we need to take a short break here. When we come back, you're doing a lot of things right now. You're teaching classes, uh, and you've got some shows coming up that we'd like to talk about. So Great. we'll do that. Uh, you're listening to the Terry Saul Show. After we take this short break, when we come back more with today's special guest, Kirk. No, no, no! Don't tell me, not Carlton. Char, Char. That's a little close to Charlton, which is not a something. Charlton. Charlton, Charlton. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. (laughs) Charlton, yeah. Charlton. Can't you just change it to Smith? Uh, Whatever you, uh, Bob Smith. There you go. Bob Smith is our guest today. Anyhow, we'll be back with uh, Bob in just a few minutes here. You're listening to (laughs) KSLN and Terry Stahl Show, brought to you by the Lule Group, Lule's Car Connection, Don Lule Homes, Teresa Lule, State Farm Insurance. Back with Kirk in a minute. Stick around. We're just getting warmed up. You're listening to The Terry Saul Show on KSLM AM and FM. Brought to you today by the Lule Group. We're back in 5, 4, Q Terry, 2, 1, you're on. You're listening to The Terry Saul Show on KSLM AM and FM. Brought to you today by the Lule Group. Welcome back to The Terry Saul Weekend Show. Today our guest is my buddy Kirk Charlton. Good job, yes. Did I get it? Yes, perfect. Nothing gets past me. No, no, no. Um, You are currently, we talked a little bit about your being incarcerated on our last segment here. Um, You're out. How long have you been out? Uh, in three, uh, it'll be three years this November 8th, and I'm happy to report that I'm told that I'll be off of parole I've, uh, for the first time in many years. Really? 
Yeah. Yeah. Are you excited? Yeah, I mean, I don't. It's not going to be a big. Uh, I'm, it's practically like I'm off of parole right now, but yeah, um, uh, yeah it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Uh, do you have to report to your parole officer how often? Oh yeah. Um, well, because um, because of my age, because of the things I'm doing, the positive things I'm doing, not very often. The COVID. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of this COVID thing, but it's. Uh, yeah, I heard a little bit about it. It's actually made uh, being on. Parole a little easier for guys. I mean, you don't have to go see the guy. Yeah, yeah that works. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> are you are you are you sober? Yes. Have you been sober? Yes. Yes. Good job, yes. man. Good job, buddy. It's tough, but uh, I uh, I I have this thing that I'm wrapped around, man. It's my program and the art and stuff yeah. like that. I can't I can't screw it up. Good for you. Good for you. Let's talk about that. You uh, you like to draw. You you drew this this character of yours truly. Thank you very much. It's going to be going into my office here as soon as we're done. Great. You um you like to draw, but I, I'm looking at your a couple of your drawings right here, and you draw. I'm assuming of your experiences in life. How do you how do you get what you're doing? The reason why I'm going to is the drawing that I'm looking at here, which is an awesome drawing, but it's of a man behind a fence. Mm-hmm. What does that what does that mean? Oh, that particular drawing is, I call that uh, um, rum, ruminating and, and meaning, I, I, you know, I've had all these things in my head that I think about. Most of it is about my daughter, Sophie. Uh, I'm going to try not to get emotional here. Now, but, did, uh, the last time we talked, she was going to get married. Did that happen? No, uh, she is with the same guy, uh, but that got put off. Okay. Uh, not for not because they're going to break up or right. anything, but it's it's all good on that. She's, end. What in Minnesota? She's in uh, Cincinnati. I was close. Yeah, you were close. Okay. Uh, and uh, Charlton, Carlton. I was close. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know. I know who you meant or <laughs> yeah. where you meant. Uh, but uh, yeah, she's out there and uh, doing well. She's she's got a master's in higher education nice. and stuff. At University of Cincinnati is where she works at. And, uh, you know, I was thinking the other day, my two nephews and her have just been amazing. One's, uh, you know, got a master's degree in music and he teaches music. And then my other nephew, uh, Keola, uh, just passed the bar. So he's going to be an attorney. Good job. Good job. Yeah, man. Now, last time we talked, you were getting ready to go visit your daughter, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, In Cincinnati. What do they call it? What do the Cincinnati people call it? Cincinnati. You could say Natty. Natty? Or the Queen City. Okay. Um, Let's see. Wait a minute. i got to put this on my list. I've got uh, um, Howley, now the Natta. Natty. Got it. Did you go back and visit her? I think when we spoke, it was the time when I was going to Minnesota to do my program. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. My Art Inside Out program. So, and that's going super well. Okay, um, so tell me about this 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 photograph that I'm looking at right now that you did. A man behind bars. There's a lot of writing in this thing here too. I'm I, I can see some of it. My eyes aren't that good, but one of them says, "I am blessed." Uh, I am. It looks like needed. Yeah. Uh, what does all that mean? What is all that? So I used to when when I did not have a good uh, feeling about myself. My inner dialogue was always bad. You know, you're a piece of crap. You're not going to amount to anything. Uh, you know, why do you, you're not a good dad you're, and all these things. Um, I counter that in those, in those uh, writings. If you see the, 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 the outside of those writings are me talking badly about things. And then in between that, I counter it with, no, wait a minute. Sophie does love you. 
you know, I think there's one in there that says, oh, Sophie doesn't love me. I just me spotted something. one right now. It says Cincinnati, and it says Sophie right underneath it. Really? Now, you're going to get me emotional here now. Hey, you got grandkids. You got to be I'm emotional. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, so you're, you're basically, it's a chain link fence, and there's probably, what, maybe 50 different little windows on there? Too many, almost. I was, you know, I wanted to fill all those out, but... Uh, how yeah. Long, how long did it take you to come up with a different feeling for each one of those windows? Not long initially, uh, but then, you know, once I got to the outer parts, uh, I was searching for, for thoughts and stuff, but I found them. It's all genuine uh, stuff. But it's it that is a, the cover of my exhibit in, in, in Portland that's going on right now. And the exhibit's called My Personal Experience. So, where, where's it taking place in Portland? It's at the Paragon Arts, and okay. it's going that's from. It's on uh, Killingsworth Way. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you walk in and you're going to see your exhibit, what am I going to see in there? Yeah, thanks. Uh, it's You're going to see 40 individual drawings. Uh, these are – I paint and all that stuff, but these are sketches and, and just, just a number two pencil. And, uh, and so I had no idea it would be exhibited uh, when I started, but I, the first one that I did, I felt great about, uh, you know, effusively – uh, releasing something from me because I felt like I got that thing that I would always think about and bother me. Um, I, you know, I let it loose and it doesn't hurt me as much anymore. So these are drawings of everyday uh, situations that I have had an experience with. Um, they are real. There's nothing fabricated about them to make them better or Tougher. Are they are they are they dep- depressing drawings? Are they happy drawings? Are they a mixture of both? Mixture what? of both. Okay. Yeah. Some are really funny. Uh, like uh, I used to work out on the weight pile and lift weights with a cigarette in my mouth. I mean, would that make sense <laughs> at your workout place? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or some of the other things. Some are not funny at all. Uh, I witnessed some bad things that happened uh, right in front of me, or was part of. Um, yeah, over the years. So, so these are things that happened to you when you were incarcerated. Yes. Okay, do you have any um, of not of the time after you've been out? No. Yeah. Why? That sounds like a good uh, something I do later on. Uh, you know, I'm I'm told that this particular uh, exhibit uh, uh, is is fits in well with uh, you know sort of the, the 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 attitude and the need to kind of think about a different way to do incarceration. Okay. So. We need to take a short break. When we come back, more with today's guest, Kurt. Uh, this is getting fascinating. Today's show is being brought to you by the Lule Group, Lule's Car Connection. Don Lule Homes, Teresa Lule, State Farm Insurance, back in just a minute. We're back in five, four, Q Terry. Two, one, you're on. You're listening to The Terry Saul Show on KSLM AM and FM. Brought to you today by the Lule Group. We are back. This is The Terry Saul Weekend Show, Salem's original radio station, KSLM AM and FM. I am your host. My guest is Kirk Charlton. Kirk Charlton. Kirk Charlton. Yes, sir. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get that, mister. (laughs) You've only been here, what, three times now? And and sooner or later, I'll learn how to say your name. Yeah, well, the fourth time of... We'll get it right. Think so, huh? Yeah, hope so. <laughs> hey, we were talking about uh, your exhibit. Tell me some more about your exhibit. There, it was. Uh, I asked you if if all of your your painting. You had what forty different 
their drawings, drawings. Uh, graphite, yeah. And they were all done uh, based on your time incarcerated? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. Um, you said that there's a little bit of, 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 of happy stuff, a little bit of sad stuff. You, drew, you touched a little bit on the sad stuff. What's the happy stuff? Oh, well, uh, you know, uh, you know, when we used to work out in the, in the joint years ago, you know, you could smoke cigarettes in, in the joint, and uh, it's, it's a terrible thing to do. Smoking cigarettes is bad. Um, but we used to, I used to get under the, the bench. I get on the bench, and I'm lifting weights, and I'm trying to, you know, pump this, uh, this heavy uh, bar up with weights on it. And, but I had a cigarette dangling <laughs> <laughs> from my mouth, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I'm trying to get healthy. Yeah, we're trying to get healthy, mm -hmm. and guys are smoking and doing all kinds of stuff. So, you know, that, that's funny to me, particularly now looking back on it. You know, it didn't make any sense. Uh, there's some funny things that happened uh, as far, you know, guys would uh, get drunk and do goofy things. I think there's a drawing in there that shows a little bit of that. But but some of the better things, maybe not so funny, but uh, there's a drawing of me and my nephew, uh, Shannon, uh, who was incarcerated there. Uh, and I'm teaching him how to paint. And I look out the window and at, at EOCI, and this is an institution that just has this you know, this cloud of malaise that's just doom and gloom kind of kind of feeling out there, and it was raining and stuff. But all of a sudden, we saw these this row of little puppy dogs about, I don't know, they're brand-new baby dogs, you know, and they're following this gal across the compound, and it just, what a contrast to everything else that's going on, right? And the dogs are happy, and they're just plopping along, and... They brought a dog program uh, to EOCI that's, that's just great and it's really helping guys. But uh, that was one of the great moments. And then I have me teaching my Art Inside Out program, uh, some pictures of that. And uh, But they're very real drawings. I, I, I wanted to make sure that they were not they were honest and, and uh, actually what happened. The, thing, so. the sad drawings, um, without getting graphic or in too much detail... What's the saddest thing that you ever saw and ended up drawing about? My mom died when I was incarcerated, so there's a there's a part there's a drawing in there of that. And so. you're not allowed to go out for a funeral or anything like that. When you're in there, you're in there. No, no. I, actually, you you can if you had money uh, to do it uh, because it was uh, um, expensive to sort of, you know, transport uh, an inmate or a convict to a, a funeral. Uh, the reason why I didn't go it was a little bit about money, but it wasn't so much that it was uh, uh, I could go to the funeral, but I couldn't participate in the actual funeral. I could go into the room An observer. where observer come in. I had like 10 minutes to look at my mom's for a second and no family, no nothing, and then turn around and leave and go back to the joint. So was that worth the $10,000 yeah. cost? Yeah. And, and my mom's, of course, worth that. But um, anyway, uh, that drawing that I did was, it's a triptych. It, in the first part uh, shows me in the courtroom, my mom was coughing uh, while uh, she was trying to tell the judge that, you know, I'm a good guy and all that stuff. And yeah. Go 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 easy on him. And I was looking at her, and I was wondering why she was coughing so much. And uh, the next picture was yeah, underneath that is of her. She doesn't have any hair, and she's visiting me at OSP with my dad. And uh, and uh, she had a 
you know, this towel on her head type thing. And then the third one is of the chaplain coming up to me, uh, coming up to the bars and telling me that my mom passed away. And uh, so, yeah, um, we were on lockdown that day, so he didn't call me down to the office, which I get it. But uh, when when something like that goes down, they just come up to your, your cell there and say, hey, by the way, your mom just passed away. Is it that cold? No, no. Uh, Normally, they would have called me down to the chapel's office and, and you know, all that procedure they have for there. Uh, they're actually pretty comforting in a lot of ways um, because, it, you know, when you're talking about death in the family, yeah. it doesn't matter what side you're on, you know. So, but that day we had a, something happened on the yard. They locked us all down. So there was no option of doing that. So, um, okay. Let's talk about uh, more about your show here. Um, tell me some more about this show. It sounds fascinating. It is. It, it's, uh, you know, I never imagined uh, how moving I, I'm being told, that it's poignant and it, it, that it that really uh, is emotional. And I guess it is to me, too, as well. But, Terry, I don't, I don't have a bent towards, you know, hating the system, and I don't have a bent towards... Uh, loving the system or whatever, you know, these drawings are, are, are me doing uh, these drawings without the, you know, any particular agenda or a bent or, you know, I so want you're, you're not angry. No. I'm, I'm, are you bitter? No, I did it to me, man. And, and the first thing you got to realize if you're going to change, I think is, uh, wait a minute, I had some role in this, you know I mean? So, uh, but these drawings uh, are, are 40 separate drawings, pretty good-sized drawings, uh, and they are well, they are just really, really interesting. Are you are you surprised that—who who is it? It's, it's uh, the Cascade campus of PCC? Yeah. Okay. Are you surprised that they wanted to put this on display? Hey, Kirk, these are some nice-looking drawings. I want to make a display here. Are you, are you surprised that that happened? Or did you push for it, or is it— I didn't really push for it because I didn't think they were uh, appropriate for galleries. Uh, you know, I thought that— uh, you know, I wanted to keep them, and I still want to keep them, but, you know, if, if somebody wanted to buy them, I would sell them. But <laughs> it's it's resonating with people, particularly now at this, at this you know, with this climate of uh, let's think about different ways to uh, to to house a guy and, and let's, let's program him instead of just uh, lock him up type thing. So, like I said, I want to make it a point that there's no bent towards either way, and I'm not just saying that. I just didn't, uh, you know, I'm... I didn't have that in my mind, uh, but they're interesting and they expose uh, what the daily routine of a guy that's incarcerated. There's just a ton of things. There's pictures of of, of what I call there. One of my favorites is the four C's. Okay, what and, is that? And so it's a it's four different things on one picture. So my four C's that I can't that I do not like are the cussing, the the criticizing. The condemning and the complaining of of, of guys that uh, are incarcerated. So the complaint is is that people looking at the people incarcerated, or is that the person who's actually incarcerated is coming up with his four C's? So these are my personal four okay. C's. Okay. That I could not stand. I couldn't handle it anymore uh, towards the end of my incarceration because complaining. What does complaining do when somebody's standing behind you in the chow line and the guy's complaining about what we're about to eat? You know, and just going on and oh, those hash, those uh, tater tots are terrible. You know, and 
and on and on. And do you know that, uh, you know, and, and I would turn around to this one guy, Fred, and I would say, Fred, what do you expect? <laughs> Right. Steak Diane yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. holiday sauce for eggs Bennett. You know, we did something wrong, you know, and, you know, I'm not this super, uh, you know, uh, but but we did something wrong. This is the food we get for that. Yeah, yeah. Please, you know, stop. This is not the Hilton Hotel or— Yeah, and the cussing, uh, Terry, I cuss from time to time, but there's there's this—, this uh, when a guy starts with the F-bomb and has more F-bombs in one sentence than the other words, uh, it it's too much for me, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, a good— Is there a lot of that in the joint? Is there a lot of the foul language that just— yeah, and uh, I don't know if it's it, by default that goes to guys that do crimes, but it sure does seem that way. Uh, uh, same ilk of of stuff. But why does that bother you? Why does the cussing bother you, Kirk? I I think you could cuss and use it in a in a in a productive way. Like if I really wanted to get my point across, and you never heard me swear at all, and one day I'm trying to get this point across, and I do swear, like I, I do. Uh, you know, say a, a, a word, you're going to, wait a minute, Kirk's, wait a minute, he just cussed. He must be serious. And so if you use it all the time, that's, you, you know, right, how right. do you take me serious? So I just think it's, uh, you know, I want, I realized at some point that I'm pretty smart, you know, um, that's not what smart people typically do. Um, complaining, uh, cussing, uh, the criticizing of other people just drives me nuts. You know, how do you know where this guy came from? You know, how you don't know how he's brought up. I've met guys in prison that were locked in a closet for hours while their mom and parent, your dad's gone, mom's smoking crack or whatever. Uh, what do you say to a guy like that? Do you yeah, tell them he's yeah. an idiot and all that kind of stuff? And then the condemning of, of kind of the same, along the same line there. So yeah, that's one of the drawings, but. Um, you teach classes. Yes. What are the yes. classes you teach? Look, uh, Art Inside Out is my is my world right now, and it's a program that— now That's something you've been doing for a while. Yeah. Overly happy to report uh, to you that the Department of Corrections uh, is going to buy the intellectual property of Art Inside Out and use it throughout all 14 institutions here in Oregon. Nice. Yeah. I'm nice. So uh, just recently That is happened. awesome. There's a lot of components to that. To that, do I make videos and give it to guys? Or, but I wrote this self-directed art and set-out book that vacillates back and forth from art to positive dialogue. And the concept's pretty simple. When you're creating something, you yearn for information to make make it look good. It just happens automatically. That's a good time to to introduce positive dialogue. So we do art. We go over my writings about the connections between art and life. They're great. We talk about words that we know the definition of, like kindness and and respect and forgiveness and all these things, but we don't spend enough time with them. So that's what we do. Yeah. We need to take a short break. We'll be back forth, I guess. Kurt, in just moments to ground. Back in five, four, Q Terry, two, one, you're on. You're listening to the Terry Saul Show on KSLM AM and FM, brought to you today by the Lule Group. 
Hey, this is Terry Saul, Saltissimo. You know, when it comes time to move into a new home, it's time to consider Don Lule Homes. The Lule difference is simply setting the bar for quality service in Salem. Find out today about custom-built new homes. Don Lule Homes offers open floor plans, quality craftsmanship, and over 50 years of excellent experience in new construction. Beautiful homes are coming soon. Call today and ask for Erica at 503-428-6992. Don Lule Homes. We are back with our final few minutes. Today's guest has been my my friend, Kirk Charlton. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, we're talking about some of your, your shows that you're doing here. You've got a, a current exhibit going on right now at PCC Cascade Campus. Where is that located? It's uh, it's in North Portland off of Killingsworth. Okay. Uh, it's actually a good area. All right. And some of your drawings, they're just they're just fascinating. And this, this one that I'm looking at here, um, and, and you know which one this is here, um, I, I, I look at this and... Almost each time I'm looking at it, I'm seeing something new um, because I, I see this, you know, I see right now where you're talking Cincinnati and your daughter's name, Sophie. Mm-hmm. And then I can look over here and I see, will she ever forgive me? Yeah. And and I'm just, you know, just each time I look at this, I find something, something. Do you know what your best writing was? What was your best writing? In the, in that picture? Yeah. Do you remember what your uh, best one was? Probably, you know, when... when I would call my daughter on the phone from prison and, you know, 15 minutes, the last minute, I would always end with, Sophie, I'm so sorry for not being a part of your life. And she, towards the end, this is years and years, she started telling me, hey, Dad, I forgive you. And, uh, but I would continue oh, with this. Oh, let's just tug at my heart, why don't uh, you? Hey, what you, I'm just real, real stuff. You're, yeah. uh, you're a soft guy anyway, Terry. <laughs> but, but. Uh, I'm a uh, holly. Yeah. <laughs> With grandkids, uh, <laughs> but but she uh, would say, "Hey, Dad, I forgive you." But I would continue that every you know last minute of the call. And uh, one day she said to me, "Dad, will you stop asking for forgiveness? I told you I forgive you. I'm trying to move past that. Yeah, yeah. and you keep bringing it up. And I realized right then that it was more for me than her anyway, because I would get these, "Hey, I forgive yous from." Sure. You know, it made me sure. feel good for sure. a while. So. Um, we're going to get crunched on time here, so I don't want to get this out here. Uh, you do some kids' books. What's that all about? Yeah, I've got kids' books. They're on Amazon. They're really good. Uh, art's good. They're diverse. Uh, uh, we got uh, – and they're um, educational. Yes, that's the main thing. So they should be in all the schools uh, around. How long have you been doing that? I started that. The idea was a long time ago from Sophie, my daughter, and uh, she wanted to be a paleontologist. And now, she, of course, she's not one. Kids change their minds. So I uh, did her a book, a uh, quick sketchbook on being a paleontologist, did the research on it and stuff. Turned out great. Everybody said I should do more books. So I have on Amazon, I have, uh, uh, I want to be a soccer player. I want to be an artist, my favorite one. I want to be uh, an archaeologist. I want to be a jazz musician. I love that mm. one. So they, they go back and forth from more serious to fun hobbies. And the other one was, oh, uh, gosh, why can't I think of it? Um, there's another one. Okay. Tell me, uh, tell me a little bit about, uh, about your show. Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, 
you know, it's 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 forty separate drawings. They're all. It's, this gallery is amazing. Elizabeth Blue is the gallery director, and she's amazing. They're some of them are pretty graphic uh, about my ex- personal experiences while I was incarcerated. It's real drawings. I didn't fabricate to make it look like it was tougher or anything like that in there. It's really resonating with, uh, you know, kind of the attitude about uh, what's prison like and, you know, there's TV shows about it and all that other stuff. So, you know, I don't really have a bent towards any one way or the other, but it's a good exposure, uh, very interesting pictures of uh, things that happened to me while I was incarcerated. And some of them are funny, some are not. Um, do you ever do you ever talk with with other inmates uh, that that I'm sorry, let's just say that are out now and just you know, do you ever get over and give them some just to no, attaboy pats on the back and say, hey, you know, it's going to be okay. You're going to make it. One hundred percent. If I ever run into anybody that was incarcerated, I want to come at them from uh, uh, an older convict that uh, that says, hey, man, you know there's another way to be and it's not so bad, you know, and, uh, we got to deal with the main core issues of, of addictions and that sort of thing. I always like to keep in mind that these people came from, some people came from some, some tough, sure, toxic sure. environments. And, uh, so we want to keep that in mind and, and give them hope, uh, you know, but, uh, but I tell you, uh, well, particularly the show, it speaks on that a little bit too, but, you know, I've been able to uh, do well because of my sobriety and my propriety is in, is intact and in line. But, uh, you know, art has been very good to me. I'm working both sides, the aesthetic side and the useful, useful side of art. Okay. And I'm happy. So. Um, Kirk, you got some shout-outs that you wanted to get, and I wanted to make sure and get those in there. Hey, Marsha is, is, is a great, uh, wonderful human being. Uh, Doug, my cousin, uh, I want to give Mary a special shout-out. She's my roommate now. She's an elderly lady that uh, is just a lovely person. And my brothers and sisters, Jay, Chad, Ross, and all these other people that I'm going to forget. The people at DOC have just been wonderful. Kelly, Miss Kelly Rass, uh Dan Billionberg, uh, uh, Ray Peters, and Ron Miles, and all these folks. Uh, I'm going to forget people, uh, but uh, uh, Miss Key, Miss Conley, uh, and all those folks. Who so, are all these people you're talking about? Are these uh, people that are that have just kind of helped you throughout the years? Are these people that they're significant in my change, my transformation okay. in one shape, form, or the other? A lot of okay. those people towards the end, they were they're still working for the Department of Corrections. My Friends have changed a little bit. Uh, still love my old friends, of course, but uh, yeah, and my family is just amazing. Uh, my brother's had a stroke here recently, and we're gonna, he's going to do well, though. And uh, yeah, come to the show; it's a big deal for me. And uh, and I also want to say thank you to to Sherry Jansen, my good buddy Eric Holder. I think is his last name. I can't remember it, but uh, thanks for their help and. And everybody else, I feel like I'm leaving people out. Enjoy Hawaii, Terry. You, you know, yes, we're we're going there. Um, you hopefully, and, uh, you yeah. The first thing you told me off the air was, "Don't go buy in a matching shirt with your wife." That's the first thing I'm gonna go do. Oh, it is. I'm gonna go buy one. Just and you know what? And I'm just gonna wear it. And I'm gonna wear it proud. And I'm gonna say, "Okay, Kirk, this is for you." Patty, come here. Take a picture. Side. Oh, you bet I will. Take a picture and you can draw it. Oh, I will draw it as long as you have a pineapple with an umbrella in it and a long straw. What are they? What's uh, in those what pineapples? Else? What's in those pineapples? Uh, what, Anything you want? You mean once they 
make it for a cup to drink in yeah. anything you yeah. want. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, and be, hey, he- be healthy, my friend. I will do it. Kirk, will you do me a favor? I always love having you in here. Would you come back and talk with us again? Yes. All right. What's what's uh, an email or uh, some way to get a hold of you if people would like to? Kirk Charlton Arts is my email. That's all one word. Arts is plural. K-I-R-K-C-H-A-R-L-T-O-N-A-R-T-S uh, at gmail.com. All right. Thank yeah. you, my friend. You come back and see us. I will. Thank you, my friend. We are just about out of time for today's show. Remember, you can catch our show every Saturday at 10 a.m. and a replay Sundays at 6 p.m. right here on Salem's original radio station, KSLM. A reminder, if you missed any of today's show or would like to hear any of my shows, you can always hear a podcast on our official KSLM website at www.kslm.news or on my official website at www.terrysaul.com. If you would like to drop me a note, I'd love to hear from you. My email address is terry at kslm.news. We'll see you next time. Take care and be safe. You've been listening to The Terry Saul Show on Salem's original radio station, 104.3 FM and 1220 AM KSLM. Today's show is brought to you by The Lule Group, featuring Lule's Car Connection, Don Lule Holmes, and Teresa Lule's State Farm Insurance. That's a wrap. Thanks, everybody. Good show. Bye, everybody.